This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Straight up with no chaser. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. Obviously, the National League, it's going to be tough for somebody to beat the Braves. If there's a team outside of Atlanta, though, that I think can make it, the Dodgers obviously had a great season. I think it's Philadelphia. They beat them last year. That lineup is still awesome. And if they're going to get pitching performances like they did from Zach Wheeler, that's going to be a dangerous, dangerous team. One of the toughest environments to go into and play is Citizens Bank in October. That was P.J. Glasser joining us earlier this week in the Sports Bar talking about the ALDS and the NLDS with Jim Riley, host of the Odyssey original podcast, Barreled Up, covering all things MLB. It's the best time of the year on the sports calendar, my friend. How are you, Jim? Welcome back into the Sports Bar. Thank you guys for having me. I'm doing well. Um, You are 100% right. There is a lot of fun. There is a lot of interest and intrigue right now in these matchups. And, uh, and yeah, it's about as, as good as it gets. You guys doing all right? Oh, we're doing great. I wish there was one game tonight, at least. That would have been nice, at least, to kind of yeah. wet our appetite. But you, you get the four tomorrow. And mm-hmm. depending on who you're a fan of, obviously, you'll be paying the most attention to. But you got to admit, baseball pudding right in the prime area, though. Philadelphia and Atlanta. And uh, one of the guys who come on, comes on our show, uh, it, Jim has a Rochester background you, from 13 Wham. His name is Dan Fates, big Braves fan. And before all this began, he said, I'm afraid of the Phillies. That's the one and only team I don't want to face this postseason. Would you agree that if the Braves are going to have any pitfall here in a March to the World Series championship, it actually might be in this round? Yeah, I've been saying this since we sort of saw how the playoffs were going to shape up, that the only team that could prevent a Braves World Series trip, the only team would be the Philadelphia Phillies. They know them so well. They play them so much. They play them well. They match up well. It's not a great matchup for Atlanta, and this Philly team just feels like 
I mean, they got a tune-up. That's so. The first round can either be treacherous, right? Toronto knows about that. Tampa knows about that. Everybody, Milwaukee. So it can be treacherous, but it can also be a tune-up. And I feel like Philly is tuned up and and ready to go at Atlanta. Jim Riley of uh, the Barreled Up Podcast joining us here in the sports bar. So what, what kind of an advantage does Atlanta have? And for that matter, any team that, that got to take the week off here and get a bye, knowing that Philly, you know, throughout NOLA, throughout Wheeler, what do you yeah. think that rotation looks like here early in the series? And is it an advantage for Atlanta here, at least early in this series against the Phillies? It, definitely because, at, at, you know, Atlanta's got the first two home games. Um, that's big because uh, I heard the promo coming in, uh, the clip coming in that, you know, yes, yeah, Citizens Bank Park, that's a tough place to play. But there's a chance Atlanta may only need to win one there. And Atlanta does play at Citizens Bank Park most than uh, other road teams do just because they're division opponents. But on top of that, Atlanta was able to, during this little break, uh, run, uh, you, you would call it a simulated game, you, you want to call it a, a scrimmage, where Max Fried got to pitch. And he's a big question mark right now because, a few starts back, he was dealing with a hot spot on his finger. Uh, they, they rested him, pushed him back a start. Then he went out there, pitched well, but then a blister developed, which is bad news for any pitcher, and they placed him on the IL. So the first test actually occurred during this little break. They ran, they ran that simulation, and Max Fried threw a ton of pitches, uh, was in good shape, and is lined up. Now, Atlanta has not announced who is going to be starting on Saturday. Um, assuming it'll be Spencer Strider. Um, and then the National League doesn't play again until Monday. They get the Sunday wow. off. So an extra day or two for Max Fried to make sure that that blister or anything on that finger is an issue. Yeah, so that's the one Phillies, Braves, you've got experience on both sides. And then yeah. I think the other ones, there's a stark difference. You can see where I'm going with this question here because you've got the Dodgers who won a World Series and you've got these kids from Arizona. You've got the Astros who won a World Series and you've got these kids from Minnesota. You've got <laughs> you've got the Orioles who are a bunch of kids against Texas hasn't been there, but their manager in Texas has won three World Series. So my question, Jim, is this. How much will experience matter in this round? I think, it, it, well, it makes it tough to go against Houston. But when you look at the facts and you look at how Houston has played this year, and you look at what's going on, I have picked Minnesota to beat Houston <laughs> in this round because Houston has, Houston has a losing record at home this year. Yeah. For whatever reason, the bats are just not as potent in that Houston lineup at home as they are when they're on the road. So you and, and the Twins pitching is fantastic. So the Twins could go out there and steal one of those first two games and then be in a spot where they just need to win a couple games uh, back home in Minnesota. So you have a, a, a weird home road situation going on. So you also have two of the pitchers, Javier and Valdez, are dealing with they're, they're dealing with their struggles. They have thrown a ton of innings from making a run last year to win the thing. Then they both pitched at the WBC to start. So they, 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 they had two, they had a, a shorter off season than normal by two months. So a couple of those guys are wearing down. I just, I'm worried about Houston. So the, the experience is there, but if two of your pitches are gassed and your bats are not hitting at home, I don't like it. Um, 
On the Dodgers side of thing, I do think whether you want to call it experience or just general too much talent, I think the talent and, and the experience plays out there. And then in that bottom, the, the, the other AL matchup, Rangers and Orioles, the Orioles pitching is the one thing everybody's kind of wondering about. And the worst thing happened. The most dangerous lineup advanced. The mm-hmm. Rangers lineup going against this Orioles pitching yeah. is really going to test them. It's going to be tough to, you know, or it's going to be interesting to watch. It could be tough for that rotation, that pitching to navigate. And Jim, I've loved the Rangers offense throughout the course yeah. of the season. They've just been so much mm-hmm. fun to watch. But the Orioles also just a fun team to watch. But do, do yeah. the Orioles have... Uh, have enough pitching there because if there is a liability with Texas, it's their bullpen, right? It's it's the yeah. idea that they're they're going to try and outscore you, score more runs because they have that great offense. Definitely, you got a you you've got a situation in Texas where there's really only one guy that I trust, and that's Jordan Montgomery. And now I know Nate Evaldi went out there and should have earned some of that trust back in the first round. He kind of did, but I still worry that Nate Evaldi against a Orioles lineup could struggle, but. You only have to win three games here to advance on to the LCS. So if Texas can win a Jordan Montgomery start and then win, you know, get another another one from Nate Ovaldi. If you have to get into a slugfest, I like Texas in a slugfest. There's all these routes and avenues for Texas to take to get over Baltimore. That pitching's got to step up. The ball, the, the bullpen is better for Baltimore than for Texas. Uh, we're going to have to see. Orioles have some guys. The fan base is going to tell you about Kyle Bradish and Dean Kramer and Grayson Rodriguez, and they have been pitching well. But that was during the regular season. Now the bright lights of October shine down, and they've got to perform. Jim Riley is the host of the Barreled Up podcast, which you can hear inside the Odyssey app, our guest here in the sports bar. I know what I'm doing uh, late Saturday night, Jim. That's I am staying up to watch the D-backs and the Dodgers there. and mm-hmm. um Arizona is that one little cute team that like nobody really paid attention to. And I think a lot of people, including my co-hosts, like "Ah, I'd rather see the Cubs get in or maybe the the Reds would be more interesting. But here was Arizona and they have young talent. But is this where kind of the journey ends? Because I look at the Dodgers specifically, not just their lineup, but their bullpen. It just seems like, Mm -hmm. well, L.A. is a little bit built better for this. Yeah, the, the, the Dodgers have the better bullpen. The Dodgers are better in so many areas. The, 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 the baseball gods smile down on the Diamondbacks to set them up here. They, I, I love how the schedule sets up for them. Uh, you know, they didn't use Merrill Kelly in the first round because of how they closed out the season. Merrill Kelly had pitched, so he wasn't available to go in either of the first two games. So they were able to hold him so he can go in the first game against the Dodgers, and he's their second-best pitcher. The problem is Merrill Kelly's 0-11 lifetime against the Dodgers. Mm. So your second-best pitcher can't beat the Dodgers. That tells you how it's going to go. You'll see Zach Allen for one game, and you'll give them their best shot. This is probably you know three games to one Dodgers. Uh, Jim, if I remember correctly, you're a Blue Jays guy, and I'm curious to see. Oh, uh, I'm oh, curious yes. to see get your thoughts yes. on on how it all ended for them here, and and what could be next for Toronto because we've got some Toronto Blue Jay fans in the area, as you know. Oh boy, the Toronto Blue Jays really whiffed, didn't they? And and I use that in in the figurative and the literal and every term possible because the offense didn't show up one run, uh, which is a a huge disappointment. Mistakes on the base path. Uh, mistakes by you want to a lot. There, there, there's an easy finger pointing at the manager, but there's also decisions that are made by the general manager, Ross Atkins. Ross Atkins is the guy 
who basically was the mastermind behind the decision to pull Jose Barrios as quickly as they did. And this team now has that moment that is going to be in everyone's mind until they start playing baseball again in the spring because they took the guy out who was pitching against his old team in the old stadium, pitching some of the best baseball we've seen and pitching a Blue Jays uniform. They yank him. They go to the guy who nobody trusts. And that guy goes out, gives up some hits, walks some batters, and then two runs are on the board. There is definitely some turmoil here. Of all four teams that lost, the Blue Jays is the one where the fan base is clamoring for sweeping changes. I mean, they are ready. Fan base is ready to fire the GM, fire the manager, trade uh, half the lineup. Uh, Big changes do need to happen in Toronto. I just don't know if the fan base is going to be happy at the level of changes. I, I, I have a gut feeling that, a lot of these guys are going to be back. Yeah. Uh, Jim is sticking in the ALEs because uh, there were the Rays uh, getting off uh, to this historic tying the record 13 and all. And well, that kind of faded off, but there they were. And, you know, as a top wildcard team and not, not, not on the field, the question is off the field. What was that up in the stands or where was everybody? The fact that they're getting a new stadium, why even bother well, if you can't show yeah. up for a postseason game? It is. It, it, I feel like it, Every every year, the Rays are in the postseason. We we talk about this, but but was it last year? That last year they played afternoon games and they were still able to draw thirty thousand people, which is you know not a sellout, but it is a significant increase over what they got this time around. Yeah, I mean you start to look at it and, and you say, well, if you're not going to go, why do you even have a team? They can go. They. You know, I understand there's there's bridges, there's causeways. It's the middle of the afternoon. I was listening to Mark Tompkin, who is down there in Tampa, covers the team, talking about this. And, you know, it, it he really didn't have any explanations. Just a bad job by the fans not showing up because if they wanted to go, they could go. And, you know, maybe they thought that they would go deeper in the playoffs and they were saving their money to go to – uh, you know, games at the ALDS and ALCS, but either way, that regardless, the fan base didn't show up, and neither did the team. Frankly, <laughs> no. they they could not they could not hit they could not score any runs against the Rangers. So, Jim, while we have you, let's talk yeah. a little bit more than just the postseason here because it is officially the off season. You mentioned how Toronto and the fan base want to see sweeping changes. We saw GM leaving the Mets uh, yesterday. Oh, wait, that so there's more to that. Like, so p- p- let me pause you on there. Are you hearing anything about this? Like the story that like the, the Major League Baseball is investigating something? I mean, as a Met fan, I I don't want any more shame here, Jim. Yeah, it's the the use of the injured uh, list. Uh, this this investigation with healthy players. You know, yeah, I, I, you know that is why. I mean, now it's it's coming out. I think there's different. There's all sorts of different reporting on it, but that is why he stepped out because he did not want there to be a uh, distraction. But it, it still kind of creates a problem because now the new president of baseball operations, David Stearns, needs to go out and find a new GM on top of everything else he has to do. So it still creates a problem. So I, I don't know what's going to end up happening here. It's this 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 so-called phantom injured list. Um, you know, it, it looks like, I mean, if he's stepping down from it, there must be something. And, you know, it, 
he's gone and, and maybe the Mets will have to, I mean, if, if there's any ramifications, the Mets still may have to deal with that, even though Billy Epler is not there. Yeah. Well, Jim, it's, it is major league baseball. I mean, if Epler is using the, the uh, injured list for, to stash healthy players, I guarantee you other GMs in major league baseball are doing yes. likewise. Did, did somebody yeah. rat out Epler? Is that why Epler is, is trying to get out while he can? I haven't, I haven't seen or heard if, 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 if the, you know, there's any, uh, if there's a leak in that situation, if, if somebody uh, fed some information to major league baseball, but he's definitely, I mean, there was no coincidence that he resigned. And then an hour later, there was a report about this, this phantom injured list, fake injuries using the IL, um, you know, in, in a way that major league baseball doesn't want them to, it's not a good look, and but but you know you, you also figure this if if other teams are doing it, um, you know this will be the maybe, maybe they make an example out of Billy Epler to try to stop everyone else, and you know Billy Epler still probably finds his way back to a, a, a major league baseball post at some point. Who uh, is your in your opinion should be getting the San Francisco Giants job? Gabe Kapler two years ago, 107 wins, pretty good. Now now he's out, and I, I look at the Giants, Jim, and I think. Well, if they were committing all this money to make a run at Aaron Judge, won't they be doing the same here for Shohei? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the, the San Francisco Giants are on my short list of finalists for Shohei Otani. Uh, there's no doubt about it. They, they have the money to spend. They just finished in fourth place in the National League West, so big changes need to be made. There's a lot of different ways they could go for manager. Um. I think that, but, but it's hard to, I mean, with, with how they operate and how they run things, sometimes it looks like they're trying to get a value. So do they make a value play when it comes to trying to find a manager or do they go out and spend and go get uh, one of the better names available? I'm, I'm interested to see if, you know, Mark DeRosa is a name that comes to mind, somebody that was coaching Team USA at the WBC to see if he has any interest, you know, if there's any movement on, you know, any of the guys who have been let go recently, there's talk of Walt Weiss maybe getting a job. Um, there's lots of different ways to go, but from a player perspective, Otani needs to be high on their list for sure. Jim, what about, here's my take on, on the Giants as far as getting their next manager. And I, I'm, I'm using my, my bias as a Cubs fan for this because David sure. Ross had zero managerial experience when he took over as manager for the Cubs, but he was a big, big part as catcher of that 2016 sure. championship. And getting them that championship, what about a guy like Buster Posey with zero managerial experience? I mean, a move mm-hmm. like that would re-energize that fan base instantly, would it not? That's true. It, digging into the, the history of the franchise, grabbing a beloved player like that. Um, I guess it just depends on Buster's interest in that. I think David Ross definitely had an interest in getting into coaching. I'm not sure what Buster's level is, but doing something like that, making that move would be re-energizing, no doubt about it. It also sets you up for maybe some... I think you better make sure you have a good team ready to go because you don't want to have that uncomfortable circumstance of, well, it just didn't work out, Buster, and then he's you know on his way out in a couple of years. Yeah, you you don't get uh, second chances too often. Um, no. no, Jim, uh, a lot of Yankee fans, obviously, in our area, and uh, hey, they finished with a winning record for what it's worth. Give us a <laughs> forecast here this offseason. Is it going to be a cold winter here in the Bronx? Yeah, I don't know just how aggressive 
the Yankees are going to be in the free agent market. I almost would, if I were to predict anything, I would think that we'll see more in the way of trades because I, I look at this, the, 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 the free agent market as it sets up. There are some interesting bats, but there's nothing that's really going to excite the fan base that much. You know, Cody Bellinger is one of the big names that should be available. He's most likely going to opt out of that second year with the Cubs. But I think there's still a lot of, a lot of teams that are wary of what he did the, the, the seasons prior. So do you want to you know, get into a five or six year deal with Cody Bellinger? So what's your risk tolerance there? And a lot of the, the, the top free agents are pitchers. And while the Yankees, yeah, they could use pitching. Carlos Rodon was a major bust this year. You still have $27 million a year dedicated to him. You have 36 dedicated to Garrett Cole. You've also got the $40 million out to Aaron Judge, and you got another $30 million here for Stanton. So from a perspective of, all right, let's go out there and throw another $30 million at another pitcher, even though this team, you know, they have the financial wherewithal to do that, I don't think they're going to. I think they try to bargain hunt in that starting pitching market. And again, trades. That is where I am going to be watching the Yankees um, moving on some guys, maybe trying to finally part with a young player or two and bring in an experienced uh, veteran. Uh, again, focusing on the pitching. Cause I think Severino's probably gone. Um, so th- that's, that's the area I, I, I think they make the most uh, action on is in the pitching uh, on that pitching side. And it, it might, might be with the trades. Jim, uh, we're very provincial, as you know, in Rochester, so we claim you as one of our own, <laughs> knowing that you <laughs> have ties and roots in the area, and, and uh, we're so proud of all the work that you're doing, uh, not just at the Barreled Up podcast, but also Ball Cap Sports on YouTube as well. Uh, tell us a little bit about both, and uh, make sure our audience knows where they can get the latest from you and all of your great work that you're doing here covering the Major League Baseball. Yeah, I'm on I'm on YouTube talking about baseball every single day. Like you said, Ball Cap Sports and, and you know, the, the success there um, got me in the door with Odyssey folks. And you guys set me up with a, a great podcast, the Build Up Podcast, that I'm excited. I, it's different from the YouTube uh, experience because with the podcast, it is pretty much guest-driven. We have a ton of guests. Uh, I had Brett Boone on recently. Uh, I've had some of the top YouTube uh, content creators on there. So there's some... Some fun stuff, some good stuff. If you're into baseball, which if you're engaged in this conversation and listening, you just might be. You <laughs> might like the podcast and you might like the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you've been with us here the last 10 minutes. Jim, appreciate you. Enjoy uh, tomorrow here. Thanks, guys. You too. Enjoy the games this weekend. You got Thanks, it. Jim. It's Jim Riley, host of Odyssey's original podcast, Barreled Up. Make sure to follow Barreled Up in the Odyssey app. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts as well. Love having Jim Riley on here in the sports bar to talk some Major League Baseball. He has some breaking news here in the sports bar. Now. All right, let's... Ow! 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 It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. So you knew about the Claypool trade to Miami, and we have another trade in the NFL Ooh. that just went down. Randy Gregory was going to be on his way out in Denver, but now they found a trade partner. He's going to San Francisco. <laughs> Great. <laughs> 
Fantastic. Great news. Awesome. Actually, you know what? Not our problem unless the Bills face the Niners in the Super Bowl. So That uh, team is stacked. They are just loaded with talent. That is a team that's not paying their quarterback, too. That's right. Like you can go out and be like, oh, and I'm sure Denver's picking up a lot of the tab there on Randy Gregory. So. For sure. Uh, we'll tell you more about uh, some other news and notes from around the NFL, including that Claypool trade from the Bears uh, to Miami. We'll do some appetizers here over the course of the next 60 minutes or so. A quick thought on that. So what? Like, what is that going like for what? Like one gadget play a game, like maybe Claypool in case somebody gets hurt in Miami. Like, what is the point for Miami in that? The guy's a zero. Okay. That's that's my take on Claypool. Like you traded away a zero. I can't believe they got anything at all. And they didn't really get much. They got absolutely fleeced by the Pittsburgh Steelers last year when they made that trade. Essentially a first round pick. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. He's an absolute zero i don't know what happened i don't know if it's impatience i don't know if it's the diva mentality a me first mentality with that guy he's an absolute zero he matters not to anything that goes on in miami if they involve him i'll be shocked he's a zero but i'm not bitter no you come to the show for takes ladies and gentlemen there's mike dean he's an absolute zero uh, well, speaking of takes, we'll get to some next. I'll drink to that. It's on the way. We've got a, a full slate of NFL action. We we had some best bets from PJ early in the week. I've got a few plays that I like uh, based on some of what PJ shared with us and, and some other uh, nuggets and information that I'm getting from uh, out there. Because you're in the uh, danger zone. Can't help myself. Oh, I can't. Do we want to hear like, do we want to goof on Al Michaels here a little bit? Of course we do. Yes. Yeah. Val's putting himself out there. It's a take that what you do. What? Yeah, really? Yeah, it's great. It's great. I love hearing it. Uh, We'll share that and more with I'll drink to that on the way next in the sports bar. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Mike Danger here for FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 95.7 The Fan. Right now, new customers, join me on FanDuel. Get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Mike. Put a little wind in my sails at FanDuel.com slash M-I-K-E to kick off the NFL season with FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 